Oh, oh, oh my whoa. god! What are we doing here? Uh, guys, I don't think we need to be here. Are we even going to be able to escape? Oh no! Disclaimer, we do not own or claim ownership of the Pokemon franchise and any Pokemon established in official canon. That's all owned by Nintendo, Game Freak, and Creatures. This is just a podcast made by four friends who love Pokemon. It's our love letter to a franchise most of us grew up with, so please go support the official release. Previously on PKMN Legacy. It's a patchwork job, but it's a mask once more. When did I put this together? I've seen some people with some crazy abilities. I'm just a normal girl! But ever since you came here, you've been having these strange visions when you've been asleep. There's something inside you that you can tap into. I particularly enjoy taking strolls to the little waterfall grotto over there by the coast. Good spot for a little meditation. Chris, one of the lights in one of the houses seems to be a, a flickering a bit. You notice a security camera. Something sus is going on here. Velma, see if you could shut off the power. With pleasure. Boom! The power is disabled. Diamond, could you please use prison blast on the door? Boom! Oh look, the door is open. <laughs> You go into the you go into it. It seems to be a rather sleek, modern-looking studio apartment size of a living space. Oh, very nice. This, this was not what I was expecting. This is chic. You can see the door right over here. Scratch marks skids across the room. Oh, where's the door? Good question. Used to be behind you guys, uh, right here. Right. Now it's all the way over there, across the floor, <laughs> with all the skiff marks and scratch marks and scuff marks. It's completely ruined. Great, 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 great. I'm sure we could fix it, I think. We leave, we leave behind mementos wherever we go. There's a, there's a closed door to your right, um, and in front of you, leading into what seems to be a combination of a bedroom and living room. So I see this... Laptop and table. I think we should go look at it. Uh, yes, that is where the blue glow is coming from. Oh, it's a device. Ooh. So Maddie notices that, and she, without even thinking, just waltzes over there. And Velma follows behind. Chris will stay by the door, just in case. You're staying by this nightstand right here? Uh, that is correct. So, Velma and Maddie, you walk past the bed and the couch... And head over into this small dining nook where you see on this small table um, next to a looks like a artificial plant, like a plastic plant you could get into a, at a store. Papers scattered about, uh, one or two co empty coffee cups uh, lying about. And in front of you, a small laptop with a glowing screen seems to be on the logging page. Uh, login screen itself looks pretty advanced. Any master hackers here? Velma, maybe? Maybe. But also, Chris has all the luck this session. That's true. Hey, I'll take over door duty. Do you think you could, you could take care of this? Uh, sure, yeah, I'll take a crack at it. And so they guess they're just gonna switch positions. Switch places? Well, this is interesting. It's It's definitely got a security system to it, but... 
this is a lot more advanced than just your average computer security system. Hmm. We have to get in then. It's gonna be kind of hard without having the password. Um, before I attempt to crack it, Kay, is there a way to look around to find any possible answers that might be where the code is in this room? Why don't you make a clever check? I can definitely do that. Got a three. Nice. Give me just a second. Sure time. Sure thing. Take your time, God. Oh. <laughs> I had to break out the physical dice for that, yeah. Um. Okay, with that roll, you do a little investigation. You do not uncover the password or clues thereof. But you do gleam two things from all this. One, your surroundings are covered in a thin layer of dust. Not so thick as to give the impression that this home is abandoned. Clearly it's not. Everything is in good condition save for the door. But it's thin enough so that you know this place has not been disturbed for at least a few days. And two, these documents next to the computer that are covered in coffee stains, you picked them up in both your careers. You have seen research documents. You have seen codes and ciphers. And whatever this is, is far beyond your area of expertise. It's not written in a foreign language. You can understand the symbols and letters and numbers that are on these sheets of paper. Just not in these complex sequences that they're in. So whoever this person is, they are very competent. And they take their security very seriously. Mmm... Is there a USB flash drive, external drive attached to this computer? No flash drive still plugged in, no. There is a port, but no, nothing in it. Hmm. Vilma, um, why don't you make a careful check, Mrs. Door Duty? Alrighty. A one. Okay. With that one as a careful, you still peek outside the door. So far, you only know of three people that would even be in this town, and none of them are anywhere close by. You shut the door. You wander around a bit. Look around casually. Hmm. There's something on the nightstand that catches your eye. Uh, a, a, a framed photo. And what does this framed photo look like? In this photo, there are two people that you can see, the first of which you do not recognize. It's a younger woman, uh, late 20s maybe. She has this dark plum-colored hair with uh, huge frilly drill-like pigtails jutting out from behind her. Everything about her displays this level of luxuriousness and confidence. This fancy sleeveless jacket with a large furry collar around it black gloves that cover the complete forearm, big round earrings, uh, makeup, and these very sleek-looking goggles attached to the top of her head. The uh, second figure next to her is someone you almost didn't recognize. It's a middle-aged man, slightly younger than you're used to seeing him, but the liver spots, the goggles, the beard and hair jutting from the sides of his balding head... And that mustache that resembles two bug-like antennae, perched atop a wide, almost maniacal grin that you could never forget. Grandpa? 
And at this point, Chris and Maddie, you see a, a bright light beam out of the computer and sort of just oh. scan you two. Uh-oh. Well, that ain't good. Intruders detected. Employing culture measures. No! And suddenly the screen begins to shake and zap. Out of the screen, you see these two polygonal nubs just grab the edges of the screen and force itself out in a bright flash of light. And you are face to face with a Porygon Z. Okay, that was actually very impressive, but also, oh my god! <laughs> Let's roll for initiative. Are you talking about us as people or us as? If you're gonna send out a Pokemon, send it out now. Uh, uh, Christ. Uh, uh, uh go, Ginger! Tried and true, let's go, Minion! We're gonna go for. Can I send out Bat Noir? You can now, yes. Bat Noir. So, top of the order, we have Ginger. Chris is panicking. Oh, uh, Ginger, use fight! Oh. oh. Ginger leaps onto the table and tries to sink its fangs into its blue, ovaly arm. The area where it would have bitten down on uh, pixelates and dematerializes. It bites into nothing. Oh, And it just forms back again into a solid shape. (laughs) That's not right. That was a five attacking roll and a five defending roll. So next in the order is Bat Noir. Yeah, Bat Noir. We're going to go for bite. Same thing. Okay. First things first, I got to roll for obedience. Oh, God. Oh. Bat Noir, don't kill me now. The Pokemon follows orders. Oh. Ah, so the fear did kick in. <laughs> so go ahead and roll for that bite. Come on, Bat Noir! Bat Noir flits about. Stress. First it was chased by a crazy lady. Then it was forced into the sun. Then it was captured by the crazy lady again. And now it's in a battle. Bite! Stress! And it hits it for one point of damage. Next in the order is Minion. Okay, okay. There's something going on. You gotta do something. Uh, 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 Minion use confusion. And... All right. All right. A two-shift hit. Uh, Minion lets out a, a, a spiraling swirl of energy that hits the uh, Porygon Square in its weird-shaped face. Heart's a bit skittering about a bit as it tries to gain form again, and he hit it for two points of damage. We're doing wonderful. <laughs> We're doing great. Go, team. We're making progress. Uh, you don't see any mouth moving, but you can hear this uh, voice emanate. Intruders, present and hostile. Ooh. Executed. It's two blue arms and it's blue tail leg thing warp in front of it and they sort of spiral around much like the barrel of a Gatlin gun. It aims towards Ginger and... Oh! Oh Oh my god! What are we doing here? So, that is a 15 for the attacking roll and a 3 for the defending roll. That is a 12 shift hit. (laughs) The arms spiral around and shoot out three beams, one of ice, one of electricity, and one of fire. Hit the Houndoom square in the front of it and knocks it into a wall. Oh, okay. Huh? Uh, guys? 
I don't think we need to be here. Are we even going to be able to escape? I don't know. Top of the order is Ginger. Nope, not going through this again. Nope, mm -mm, not again. And calls Ginger back. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, let's try this again. Go, Diamond! All right, go ahead and roll for its initiative. The switch out counts as its turn. Next up, Bat Noir. Um, we're gonna go for Astonish. What? Oh, so, uh -huh. is that correct? You rolled a ghost type move against a normal type Pokemon. Oh. I thought, wait, I thought that Porygonzi was psychic. Oh no, it's normal type. Oh shoot. So, the zoo bat tries to flow up into its face, let out a pulse of ghostly energy. It phases through and does absolutely nothing, which astonishes the zoo bat more than the Porygon Z. As it flies and hides in the corner. Yeah, that's fair, Bat Noir. I'm sorry, my guy. Next is Minion. Alright, Minion, let's hit him with a bit of goose. Goose to the goose. Alright, alright! Attacking roll of seven, defending roll of two, five shift hit. As the uh, as the dust tox flaps its wings, a gale of of air blasts across the room, sending the papers on the table flying up into the air and knocking the Porygon Z around for five points of damage. It still looks pretty strong. Next is Porygon Z. Intruders, present and hostile. Executed. You see its eyes turn from a yellow to an icy blue. Uh, it lets out a blast of wintry energy. Oh, no. So can we die? I don't love the hesitation. Yeah, you, got, you, got, you got real silent, Kay. You got real silent. Hmm. Oh, what? what happened here? Let's see. One special... Uh, for what, so... Is it referencing someone else's special attack? Maybe? That's that's not right. Give me a second. We win! No. Yay! <laughs> oh, I see what's going on. It was referencing the physical attack stat, not the special attack stat. The macro was all messed up. It was rolling the wrong stat. So, now it's fixed. Let me reroll that. Okay, that's more like it. Alright, it lets out a blast of blizzard. And it hits the Parasect for eight points of damage. Oi, boy! You see the prism on its back start to glow and let out an aura of protectiveness, but even its prism armor does not do much to dissuade the damage. As for Bat Noir, well, its attacking roll is 11, oh, and the defending roll is negative four. And considering oh, that its HP was 11, no, I will treat you better next time. It is out for the KO. Um, Velma. The blizzard energy, when it hits uh, dust talks, you notice that it sort of splits and only grazes its sides, hitting it for half the damage of, let's see, that would normally be a eight, only hitting it for four points of damage. Huh. Wait a minute. She looks back at the photo of her grandpa, looks back at the Porygon, looks back at the laptop, kind of starts doing the... <laughs> The math thing connects in her head. <laughs> you know, that, that math meme. Yes, the math meme. Oh, gosh. Velma, can, is she allowed to do this? By the way, can she take action once noticing this? Yeah, it's the top of the order. I'll let you go first. So she runs up to the, what's, his, what's it called again? Porygon? Porygon Z. I don't know if this will work, but... Uh, hello? Uh, stop, please? Uh, 
D do you know my grandpa? Hello? Let me think. Um... Recalculating. Recalculating. Scan genetic structure. Falls within accepted parameters. Vladimir, detected. <laughs> Please move to safety. Hostile intruders still detected. These are friends. They're they're friends of the family. They're they're friends of the Vladimir family. It's okay. They're they're not the intruders. They're 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 friends. You are not authorized to edit current security protocols. Eh. Then it turns to Chris and Maddie. Please leave the premises. Velma, something you want to tell us? You guys gotta get out of here. I think I can take care of this, but you guys gotta go. Mm -mm. I think she's right. It raises an arm and it transforms it into a Gatling gun for the oh. try attack again. Please leave the premises. Trust me in this, Chris. Please. Fine, but <sighs> please be safe. So the two of you exit the premises. And you see him stop charging up. <sighs> okay. Good. <sighs> okay. So, who the heck are you? I am designated Porygon Z. I, I, I can see that. Uh, but, how, but, wait, how did you know who I am? Replaying log. Scan genetic structure falls within accepted parameters. Vladimir, detected. I see. Uh, uh, I mean, of course. Um. Uh. So, uh, do you, uh, do you mind if I take a look at what's on here, then? On this, uh... Access denied. Parameters dictate you fall under basic familial protocols. Only the mistress may access records. Thank you for visiting. Please exit the premises. Okay. Well, before I go, who, who is your mistress? Access denied. Parameters dictate you fall under basic familial protocols. Only the mistress may access records. Thank you for visiting. Please exit the premises. Fine. Come on, Minnie, let's go. As she's leaving, she quietly slips the photo from the nightstand and makes her way out. Porygon Z's like, photo stolen! <laughs> you hear the Porygon Z pick up the door behind you and press it against the framing and pushes against the wall. You can also hear a jet of electricity and fire uh, fuses the door back into place. Yay! No consequences! Well, I wouldn't say all that. And you're all back out into quote-unquote safety. You want to explain what just happened? Your guess is as good as mine. All I know is whoever that is, and she pulls out the photo, they know my grandpa, and they know me. Who's this woman? I have no idea. But whoever she is, she definitely works with my grandpa somehow. Does Velma know her parents? She knows her mom. Okay. She knows her mom, and she knows her grandpa. <laughs> I haven't developed much more than that. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. That, that place. It definitely wasn't abandoned or anything. It didn't look like it. And the laptop was still on. So, maybe their mistress, whoever she is, maybe she's still here. Do you think she's out for the day? I, I will give you this, actually. While the laptop was on, it also was covered in a thick layer of dust, same as everything else. So whoever it is has been gone for a bit, maybe exploring, but why would they leave the laptop there 
I guess they figured that maybe Porygon would protect it. Or unless she was taken or something. Yeah, true. <laughs> we definitely got ourselves a mystery. I don't really know where else to go from here with this. I do. We should probably go to the Pokemon Center, because I'm <laughs> pretty sure Bat Noir is um in, in need of medical attention. Yeah. yeah, probably a good idea. And therapy. <laughs> yes, and therapy. If, if we go back in... We're not doing that. Okay, I was going to say, would the Porygon still be there if we didn't touch the laptop? There's no going back in. The door is fixed. Great, great, great. I mean, Diamond... No, <laughs> moving no, the no. fuck up. Head over to the Pokemon Center. Nurse Joy looks up, sees you. Oh, wait, you're back again? Yeah. I mean, there's there's not much to really fight in this town. What were you guys doing? Yeah, um, uh, hmm. How do I explain this? So your Pokemon Center deals mainly with healing Pokemon, right? That is the job description, yes. Okay, do you think you have any therapy sessions as well? Because I feel like one of us might need it. What happened? It is a long story, and I hope you're ready for uh, a wonderful nightmare of a story, because uh, we made some not-so-good decisions. Oh, let me just rephrase that. I deal with the healing, both physical and mental, of Pokemon. (laughs) Well? I have first aid kits to help with your healing, but if you do need help, I suggest seeking a licensed therapist. Do you know of any? I'll give you some references. (laughs) Uh, She takes your Pokemon. And while this has been going on... Velma's just kind of sitting in the waiting area for a little, for a while, quietly just staring at the photo in her hands. And then, after a little bit, she kind of goes to her backpack and kind of takes out the dust blaster. That's kind of busted up a little bit. And she just holds it close to her and kind of is just silent there for a little while. Sad chaos child. Comes back about 20 minutes later. Uh, hands you a Pokemon. Uh, if I, you don't mind me asking, who's the owner of the Zubat? <laughs> Great question! It was an accident. Please. <laughs> I'm sure it was, but it does probably help to read up on their Pokedex entries so you know how to take proper care of them. Uh, for example, and she pulls out her Pokedex. Zubat, the bat Pokemon. It emits ultrasonic noises in order to check its surroundings. Even without eyes, their thin skin means they suffer burns from prolonged exposure to direct light. They prefer moving around at night or in dark places like caves. Maddie just like looks at Bat Noir and just like starts sobbing. And she's like, I'm sorry. You can, you can, you can feel it like struggling to get out of your, it, it, it does fly out of your grip and hides behind the nurse joy. so much. It makes me really sad. He's been scared of me ever since I caught him. What can I do? Well, in what scenario did you catch him? Well, I found him in a cave and he had just almost been beaten to a pulp by something. I was trying to help him. This Zubat has obviously been through a rather traumatizing time in the past few days. Its behavior is certainly an indication of that. I suggest you take it slow with it. Only let it out in cold, dark places where there is no direct light and just 
Let it get used to you. Don't go to it. Let it come to you. Offer it food that it might like. I believe Zubats are very fond of fruit and small insect Pokemon. Okay. Thanks. All right. Well, here are your Pokemon. Take good care of them. And we hope to see you again, but not so soon. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. So, what have we learned? Too much. Well, not nearly enough, apparently. Chris looks down at Velma. Question. So you've never met this woman before, right? I have no idea who she is. Your grandfather never mentioned her before? No. Which, which is weird, because he told me everything. At, at least I thought he told me everything. Is there any way for you to contact him? Maybe talk to him if you can? He... He's not around anymore. Oh. Oh, I, uh... It's okay. She just puts those Death Bastard Black in her backpack and she's like, let's get going. We we should probably start heading back and all that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, ow! <laughs> well, I thought it was Chris that was going to have all the sadness here, but apparently I was, I'm wrong. <laughs> the angst and sadness all around. You can have all the angst! Okay, well, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we have fun here hi it's k at the pause menu welcome back thanks for listening to the show we have a patreon where you can get access to rewards like your name and the end credits of the video uh on youtube that is not the podcast version because you can't see sound yet or you can get access to bonus tidbits behind the scenes a little looky loos I haven't actually recorded the next one yet as I'm recording this. Uh, guys, what do you want me to record for the bonus tidbit? How about cr- on creating um, Fakemon? Fake- you know what? I'll go into an in-depth on that. So yeah, Ariana has spoken. <laughs> Let's go into how I design my fake Pokemon. Woo! I'd like to know how you do that because some of them actually do look like they kind of would be in the Pokemon realm. Yeah, same. Well, thank you. And you can find out by joining my Patreon at the Great Baller tearing up. But if you join at the Ultra Baller tier and up, you get your name mentioned here in the pause menu by me, with my mouth. Joining the other names like Kami Cat, Donkey Oto, Doodle Boy, Lizzie McPoof, Mr. Someone, and Turtle Lover 2244. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you're a bit short on cash at the moment, you can support the show in other ways, like using the hashtag PKMNLegacy on Twitter. And if you do that, you might get your name mentioned uh, as an NPC's name. We might steal your identity that way. So look forward to that. So anyone have anything to plug? I sure don't because I've been doing this the whole time. I sure do. Should I just go into it? Yes. Uh, okay, so I've actually, these past couple weeks, been working on a new show. I am part of Off the Beaten Path, a choose-your-own-adventure-style musical that was cast uh, via TikTok. So on um, July 24th, 24th. At, I believe 
12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can come see the show. It is live. It is a reading and it is going to be on Zoom. And you get to pick what happens in the show because it is a tabletop style show. It's awesome. And it is based off of Dungeons and Dragons. So I'm playing the characters of Sorshala and the Architect. And I would love to see you guys there in the chat. That actually terrifies me, just thinking of uh, Choose Your Own Adventure musical and having to act that out. It's, it's awesome. Uh, I well, I want to get my ticket. Is, is it, how much do tickets cost? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's free. Oh, even better. Bitchin', I'm going there then. Okay, I'll mark my calendar July 24th. Yeah, July 24th. I think 12 Mountain Standard. I'll send you guys the link to get the tickets. July 24th. Awesome. And I will put it in the description of the podcast episode or the YouTube video. Um, but yeah. I guess uh, we will go back. Thank you so much for enjoying the episode. Back to the episode. Everyone say it with me now. Unpause. You didn't say it with me. Unpause. There we go. The three of you with your team healed up walk out of the Pokemon Center. The only things you haven't done are a visit the marina in the south. Or, as I remember you about to do, head to the trail and look for that grotto that Rochambeau was talking about. Oh, yeah. I actually don't have a preference because I think Maddie's, like, as excited as she is to go there. She doesn't want to arouse suspicion in Chris. So she's going to let y'all lead the way. Well, uh, I will say that Chris most likely is going to, he's going to let, he's going to let Velma take the reins on this because this seems to be her arc and, uh... (laughs) Let's see what Velma wants to do. Let's see where she, let's give her the, today, Chris is going to give Velma the, the leadership role like he did with Maddie, so. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So it's between the marina and the grotto, correct? Correct. Yep. Or the beach, he said. The world that is this dusty old map is your oyster. You, shouldn't you say it's your cloister? Isn't that a Pokemon? Ah. That's going to cost you one fate point. I'm sorry. First off, first off, I have zero fate points. That should give me a fate point because I just gave you a killer saying to use for your. You know what? You're right. I will give you one fate point. Yes. (laughs) And now that's going to cost you one fate point. No. Ah, damn. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. Damn, Skippy. Why you gotta play with my heart like that? <laughs> I, I, I think we're gonna head to the grotto. Ooh. Grotto time. Off to the adventure grotto time. Place. time. Grotto time. You head behind the motel and hit the beachside trail, passing by shells and flotsam and jetsam. An occasional broken fishing pole sticking out of the ground. You pass by a whole flocks of wingle trying to peck the ground for bug Pokemon or other edibles. But uh, as you scan the coast, you come across a, a sound where the water does not sound like it's um, flowing in and out of the tides. Instead, it sounds more like kind of falling down. A waterfall. Oh, no. Why are we all knowing? Waterfalls are cool. Well, are we near the edge of that waterfall? You make your way closer to the sound and you find this small chamber in the hillsides outside Maycoon Town. And you notice that Unlike all the other cave systems, this one's completely different Yay. because it's nice and lush and not mildewy or staticky. It's just nice, quiet. It is so pretty. You make your way in. It's very quiet and calming. And you come across this chamber that seems to have a crescent arc of grass going along the perimeter of the chamber. 
water falling in the space behind it. And in the center of this pool of water, you find sitting on a rock staring out into the distance, this... I'm going to catch it. I want it. (laughs) Well, first let me describe it. Okay. (laughs) Staring out into the distance with this blank expression, this rat-like monochrome-looking Pokemon that looks like it has three eyes, two where the eye should be, and one on this forehead. I don't think you understand that I need to catch him so I can name him Remy. Oh my god. <laughs> name him what? <laughs> Remy the Ratatouille, the rat of all my dreams. Remy the Ah, jeez, okay. And as you walk in, you notice that he... Well, if he has noticed you, he does not move a muscle. He just sits there, just staring into the distance. He's a viber. Like, like just on... Un- he's just, like, unblinkingly just, just, just there? Is he sleeping with his eyes open? Mm. <laughs> I just feel like Maddie honestly just, like, sees this Pokemon and she, like, grabs Chris's arm and just, like... Uh, mm. <sighs> okay. okay, I know what you're thinking. First off, calm. Calmness. Calm is good. Second, <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. We, it's so cute. That is debatable. We don't know anything about po- Pokemon. Maybe we should use our Pokedex to see what it is before we attempt to, you know, start throwing objects at it to catch it. <laughs> Th- throwing rocks at it? Maybe not rocks. <laughs> not rocks. <laughs> okay, fine. Oh, here, Chris will pull out his Pokedex and scan this new creature. Opossum, the in-between Pokemon. It always gazes into the distance with a blank, wide-eyed expression because it is constantly attuned to the spirits. To this day, no one has proven that an apostle has ever blinked. Do not engage in a staring contest. <gasps> Wait, did it just say something about spirits? I'm going to engage in a staring contest with it. Uh... Also, Opossum? I need him! Opossum. 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 I love it. Yeah, Opossum. Opossum. Oh my god, because he's an apostle! Oh, <laughs> clever. That's very clever. That's like a triple because you've got a possum, a, po- a soul, and an apostle. Bingo. Wow. I commend you for that one, Kay. Here for that one. Very nice. Mm. Okay. Well, Maddie, you seem quite keen to catch this Pokemon. Um, yeah, uh, here's a, here's a question, though. How do we get there? Well, there are some rocks on the sides. Do you think that we could make it across? Um, God, are those rocks stable? Mm. What do you mean you don't know? Well, you gotta find out, don't ya? Uh, do you think that maybe we could use one of our lighter Pokemon to to scale across? Like one that could swim? I mean, I could I could try Peppa. You you can try because the Pokemon I have would would perish uh, trying to go through water. Yeah, the only one other one I could think of would be Slinket. I was just about to say. I don't know if Slinket can swim. Can Slinket swim? Can Slinket swim? I think Slinkit could swim. Whether he could support your weight while swimming? Uh. Maybe Peppa might be the safer bet for now. I think uh, we could just test Peppa um, to see if the rocks crush under her weight. Oh, wait. Question, Kay. Answer? Um, diamond's pretty large, right? Yes. And water... I don't think water would really affect a bug-slash-jewel-type Pokemon like that, right? That is a good question. Um, To your knowledge, when it has been hit 
by water type attacks in the past, uh, a la Peppa during the fight back under the mills. Oh. Uh, you notice that it wasn't that effective. Uh, if it's possible, I was going to have Chris bring out Diamond. If Diamond can carry one or two individuals oh, yeah. on herself and just just float them across to the to the Apostle. Uh, Wait, guys, she, I've got it. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. I did it. All right. Uh, <laughs> you drag that token back to the side of the map you came from. If you want to hop over that, you got to roll. She solved this puzzle. <laughs> I am not playing the fan for that shit. This is this is an audio medium. They didn't even see that. <laughs> Sorry, that was sad too. That was a good one. That was a good one. I know that we're here because of the mask. Chris doesn't know that. Velma, I don't even know if Velma knows that because I feel like Rochambeau told Maddie on her own, right? Yeah, Rochambeau talked to you in private. And to my knowledge, you have not discussed what he talked to you about, you having that untapped spark in you with... Velma. Right. Or Chris. Right. So I just feel like Maddie would be a little suspicious of like, maybe she knows that she might find some answers about the mask here. And I'm tempted to have her bring it out and and bring it into the Apostle's range of vision. But Mm. I don't know if she'd do that around Chris. That is quite the predicament, isn't it? So my one thought was maybe somehow... Velma could try and distract him or while y'all are figuring out maybe with Diamond how to get over to the other side, Maddie's like, oh, I'll be there in a second. And she like tries to show the Apostle the mask. Oh. So basically what you're trying to do is, is just have Chris just not look into Maddie's line of sight so that he can't see what she... And it's up to you. <laughs> it's up to you if that, that renders successful or not. I will let you decide for story's sake. How about this? If if you can somehow convince Chris... If I could come up with a good enough distraction, maybe? Yes, if there's a good enough distraction that will catch Chris's attention to make him not... I got it. ...not stare at Maddie or I not, think I got it. Okay, go for, go for it. Okay, but I have to also communicate this with Velma somehow that I need to show the mask. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> do, we want, do we want to just be... Thinking, if you have an idea, roll, roll with it. All right. Uh, Maddie? Huh? Uh... Girl talk things. Uh, wait. <gasps> oh, okay. Now? Now? Yes. Uh, excuse me. Yes. Yeah, um, you know how yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I'll just um be on the other <laughs> side yeah, here. Yeah, I, I, he just like starts walking like as far as he can away. <laughs> yeah, you walk along the entire crescent <laughs> of this chamber just... underneath the waterfall <laughs> to the other side. What the? Far, as far as ways he can get. As far away as he can possibly get. And he's just like got both his uh, index fingers in his ear holes like, all right, you're good. Go for it. Thank you. So Maddie. (laughs) (laughs) So I think this place might have something to do with that math that you got there. Uh, uh, How did you know? Look at the Pokemon. It, 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 It feels like it kind of connects, you know? I mean, I hadn't even gotten the chance to catch you up, but that's exactly what Rochambeau told me last night. That's this morning. This morning that I had to come. <laughs> Hold on, let me just read that again for you. <laughs> I mean, I'm still keeping it in, in either, either way. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Forget it. If you're going to mock me, you're not going to get a good take. <laughs> so that's what he told me. How did you... I, I just didn't... 
know exactly how to bring the mask out when you know who was here. Yeah, I figured you were kind of looking quiet and pensive for a while, so I thought eh, it probably has something to do with that. I feel really bad that we're hiding this from him, but what else can we do? Do you think it's the right thing? At least for the time being. As I'm learning, we all got secrets. Is is Chris looking at us at all? Or is he completely, like, facing the wall, covering theirs? He is probably staring at them, but he's more or less just, like, just to sort of, like, get the cue that, like, they're done talking, but he can't hear anything. Because... Because he's just like, blah, yeah. my My thought, and maybe this isn't true because Chris honestly, like, kind of father figures both of them, but I feel like he's a little more apt, correct me if I'm wrong, Dry, to eagle eye Maddie, like keep on like the hawk vision on Maddie because she does so much dumb stuff. You, you are, you, you know, you are correct that he is still watching them, but he has, I think after like, you know, kind of getting to know Maddie a bit better and kind of uh, just sort of seeing how she operates just as, you know, a, a, a young adult, he's like, I won't give her the eagle hawk vision, but I will still just keep a keep an eye out on on her and Velma. Okay, because my one thought was maybe, maybe I should give the mask to Velma and I should try to distract Chris, but... Do I have a really good idea for a distraction? Oh, okay, 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 tell me, tell me what it okay, is. Okay, okay, hold on. Uh, let's go to Whispers. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, no. Welcome back. <laughs> he silenced you. Oh. He made it so you couldn't hear us. <laughs> we have some plans for you, Dry. Uh. Velma, you know what? I want you to make an either a clever or sneaky check in advance. Your choice. How about we do sneaky? Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> you want to do clever? <laughs> you do have a fate point. Do I want to use the fate point for this? Mm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's worth a fate point. Okay, you know what? That's fine. We'll just take the negative one you got. All right, but you have to play that. You have to play that into your your little action you're about to do. Okay, well, I think I can do. I think I can do it. I think. Okay. <laughs> I think I got an idea. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm not a great actor, but just follow through with me on this. Okay. Uh, okay. Trust me. And so, Velma, all of a sudden, she turns around. Ah. <laughs> oh! Oh, boo-hoo! Oh, 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 my heart! Oh, oh, my goodness! Ah, wah, ah, wah, wah, ha, ha, wah. Oh, oh, no! What's wrong, Velma? Ah, ah, I, I miss them so much! I, I miss... Oh! My, oh, my oh, goodness! Oh, if only, ah, if only ah, a father ah, figure ah, could come... Wait, 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 hold help. on, hold on. <laughs> Chris, do you still have your ears covered? <laughs> he has his ears covered, and I'm guessing the waterfall's not helping with the sound at all, but I see that the panic on Maddie and Velma's face of, like, just, I guess, upsetness and whatever the else. desperation. The desperation. He's just like, oh, that can't be good. He's running back now. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> what happened? What happened? What happened? Awesome. Oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> Vela just looks up at Chris and gives him like a hug, and she's like, "Oh, oh, I, I'm so sad. I just realized uh, from earlier the picture. I, 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 I miss my grandpa. I miss him so much. And, I, and all of a sudden, it hit me, and I don't know what to do." He is like, 
he's like grabbing her, squeezing her, like kicking her up. He's like, oh my God, you poor thing. I, just, I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but you're going to be okay. I can't believe that worked. I can't believe that worked. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's playing with, oh, uh, that's, that's not. <laughs> no, don't worry. It gets, it gets more. This is not, this is just the beginning. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and Bella's just kind of being strangled by Sug. She's like, yeah. So, Chris, what do you do when you, you miss your uh, daughter? Can you uh, give me some fatherly advice? You just see him staring down at Velma. I'm talking like tears welling up, large goofy smile <laughs> it's probably the biggest you'll ever see him smile in a while and he's just like well let me i have a couple of things i can tell you and he like like he puts her down and he pulls out his backpack he actually has a notebook full of this stuff and he's like now let's start with chapter one. Oh sh so oh it's not just a photo album it's a scrapbook <laughs> yep. now that let's chee chee we did it that was just looking and she's like they're gone, what if I unleashed? Thank you. No, this is when she was first born. Oh, this is very good. She was good. very this young. Very good. Uh, why don't we go over here and you can tell me more about it? Oh, you're right. The lighting will show off my daughter's beautiful face a little better. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, oh, this is such a well, good I'll be right. I'll be back in a bit, Maddie. Oh, Did no, I tell okay. you I love my daughter very much? Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm just going to go over here and you can tell She's me so all. She's you remind me of my daughter so <laughs> While Velma uh, slips in and out of her speech impediment with her bad acting. <laughs> so it's like she becomes she's a whole so different good. character when she's acting like that. <laughs> okay, so um, while Chris at this point is utterly distracted. 100%. Uh, Velma, with all the suffering you're about to go through, have a fate point. Yeah! <laughs> We were going to lose one, but instead you got one. Yeah, well, Astounding. you're going to lose one because I thought he was just going to go in with the photos like he usually does. But no, you unleashed the scrapbook. You unleashed <laughs> the scrapbook he's been holding on for all these episodes. Oh my gosh. The apostle still sits on the center stone in the middle of this little pool of water. You look over the edge on this grassy knoll that you're standing on. Um... <laughs> It's about maybe a five-foot drop into the drink. And like you've noticed before, going from both sides of this center stone to the edges, you see some other stones. Velma, where have you taken Chris in this cave? Uh, in this cave, I've kind of taken him out to the uh, off-screen-ish, kind of, like just, like just on the outside of it. The mouth of the cave. Yeah, yeah, like out back towards that area. Okay. Yeah. Their backs are turned to you. They will not see you, Maddie, as you climb to the edge of this gap where all the water from the waterfall in the pool is rushing out into the ocean. Can I try, like, just bringing out the mask? And Because the apostle's eyes are open eternally. Can I try getting into its range of vision and showing it the mask? You pull out the mask and you just hold it up? Yeah. The apostle's gaze... Still remains focused directly in front of it, but its head turned towards you and the mask, still unblinking. I knew it. But it doesn't do anything else, right? It just sits there. 
Okay, so if I walk around holding the mask out, does its head follow me? It does. Let's try and bring Peppa out and see if she slips um, on the rocks. Try to find a safe path. You release her from the Pokeball. Okay, so listen, I'm trying to get across to the center where that Pokemon is there, see? I need you to find a clear path where I won't fall in the water. Maddie, I want you to make a quick check in proxy of Peppa. Just a sort of acrobatics check. We got a three. Okay. Hops over to this rock. Not a lot of room to get purchase, but stands on it just fine. Hops over to this rock. Just fine. Hops over to the center rock where the apostle is. Pretty safe. It then turns and looks at the apostle. Peppa looks back at you. Claws its hoof into the ground like, should I charge? Huh? Should I? <laughs> oh, no, 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 not yet. Uh, you've done great so far. Just hang tight, okay? And it just turns towards the uh, apostle, which is still staring at you and not even looking at Peppa as he just kind of leans forth and kind of like takes a guard dog position. Oh, I love Peppa. So she's going to try to cross. Either make a careful or a quick check. Let me double check and make sure. I want to see what my better aspect is. Well, who cares about better? Just choose which one is more funny. But I want to cross. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm terrible at careful, so we're going to go for quick. Negative one, baby. You hop over to this rock. Just fine. You hop over to this rock. You slip a bit. Karma finds a way. One side of you holds onto the rock, but the other side, your right side, slips into the water, and Maddie... No! Wet socks. You monster! It's not as funny when it happens to you instead of Velma, huh? <laughs> I hate wet socks. <laughs> and this is what... Did you hear something, like, splashing? Uh, no, it was just the, uh, the feeling of my heart splashing into the depths of sadness and loneliness. Again. Oh, please tell me more. You know what? I think you've earned a special treat. How about I tell you about the first time I met my lovely wife? Oh my gosh! Now then, I was a young 17-year-old. <laughs> Wait, I don't want to cut away from this. I want to get the backstory on that shit. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that novella you're supposed to send me about his backstory. Now, now only Velma shall know. Hey, Kay. Hey, Kay. I think maybe Chris should get a fate point for that. Don't push your luck. <laughs> Velma just saved your ass. Yes, she did. Thank you, Velma. You hop over to the last rock. All right, so we're here, um, and he is looking right at me, right? Yep. Uh, as you get closer to this furry critter, a bit bigger than most of the other critters you have right now, actually about the, uh, no, the same height as Incubroil, you take a closer look. The monotone fur I was talking about before, it's of sort of this dark cobalt gray mixed with a very ghastly white you see his two eyes the third eye on his forehead it, it, even from a close distance it's hard to tell whether it's an actual eye or some sort of decorative pattern but around the nose you see four beads or something just sort of things that just stick out like big old goosebumps if not actual beads attached to it and then this rat-like tail coiling around his bottom half, which 
you can barely see his toes or his feet because it's draped in this ghastly fur. This creature has taken a keen attention to the mask. So she kind of, she gently holds it out to the, the creature, a Pokemon, and she's just like, do you know something about this? The apostle looks at you, sit down, uh, put its legs in a sort of crisscross position as much as its legs can, and it looks at you. What? What do you mean? I I don't understand. It remains in its seated position and looks and waits for you. You want me to put it on? I mean, I, I guess it can't hurt. I'm scared that this is going to be some sort of Majora's Mask situation. <laughs> she puts the mask on her face and looks, looks through the eyes at the Apostle. It's a bit of a clunky fit on your face. You bounce it enough so that it stays on there. Nothing in the world around you changes. But the Apostle, still sitting, it takes its clawed paws and pats the ground. Maddie kind of like sits across from the Apostle where it patted. A little crisscross, applesauce. It stares at you. And you stare at it. Oh no, staring contest! <laughs> no! <laughs> Could be, but it's hard to worry about that now. As you stare into its eyes. Oh, God. What have I done? It's very eerie how they never blink, no matter how long they stare back at you, though they do make good focal points as you slip deeper down into this meditative trance of yours. The sound of the waterfall begins to muffle itself out, You don't even notice the world around you fading away, growing darker and darker. The only points that remain in your focus are his eyes. As he stares at you, and you stare back, until you blink first.